Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Rick Show. I'm the Coach Jared Rogel, and we are powered, as always, by Swivel Vision Training Goggles. Check them out at www.swivelvision.com and by Softball Spirit Magazine. Check it out, www.softballspirit.us. Yesterday, I had a chance to speak with Western Kentucky University head coach Amy Tudor, and here is the interview. Again, this is TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. Joining me right now on the phone to talk Western Kentucky University softball and Conference USA softball, the head coach of Western Kentucky, head coach Amy Tudor. Coach, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Coach, first thing I want to ask you is, Starting off this season, the jump from the Sun Belt to Conference USA, just talk about that jump, and is it what you expected it would be at this point? Uh, Yeah, it was definitely a move for us. Uh, The Sun Belt had two dominant teams in South Alabama and Louisiana Lafayette uh, that were at the top of the conference year in and year out, and um, the rest of us fighting to get – up there with them, and then moving to Conference USA, I think uh, the field was wide open. Uh, we had, there's some top contenders, some great coaches in the conference. And, you know, every team that we're playing, we're learning about. We've played a few in the past, but uh, it's been, while we haven't played a ton of games, it's been fun uh, and also challenging for us. Our, our first opponent coming up in Florida Atlantic will be our, uh, will be our first huge test. Uh, we don't play UAB from the other side during the regular season, uh, which she has done a great job there. Uh, but Florida Atlantic uh, will be a huge test for us because of their pitching staff, um, and they also hit the ball very well. So they just, they have more than just one ace, um, and they're a well-coached team. Obviously, their coach is uh, top of the top uh, in the sport of softball. So uh, that will be our first big test. And but it's actually our first home game, so we're kind of excited to actually take the field at home. And in the second part of the show, we will we will break down that FAU contest. I've, we've talked about them a whole lot on this show, as everybody knows. Um, we talk with uh, Coach Wani Almeida from FSU every Monday here on TCRS, so we had a lot of chance to talk about that team as well. But when you look at your team overall, and this is one of the questions that that we had come in, we've had a lot of great fan questions come in for you. What has it been like? You know, there every year there's transfers. Happens happens to most teams, you know, around the country every year, every sport. How has it been for you picking up the four transfers from IPFW and basically bringing your team to a completely new level with those players? Uh, you know, I recruited those players. I know those those players and their families and um, their background and getting to work with them their freshman and sophomore years was um, a, a great opportunity, and they all played in all of the games uh, besides Kramer, who obviously didn't pitch every game. Uh, but Hanson, Franklin, and Pugh uh, were all huge contributors, even their freshman year, and I just watched them get better. Uh, and, you know, having them transfer in means a lot to me uh, personally and obviously professionally. Uh, it has helped me. But... You know they're just they're great kids to be around. They work hard. Um, they've got that blue collar work ethic that I love, and uh, I'm just happy to have them. 
Uh, when you look at when you look at them, and let's just go down the list. Talk Franklin and Kramer first. Talk about the evolution that you've seen this year compared to when you were with them those first two years. You know, I think it's maturity. I think that uh, obviously they're uh, getting ready to start their lives after college, and you know, their freshman and sophomore year, they're coming in and they're good raw athletes. Um, but they've grown up and um, they've matured, but they're still, you know, the thing about those two, they still play like they're 12 years old, and I think that's that's fun to coach. It's fun to be around. Um, they have a great spirit about them uh, when they're practicing, when they're playing, uh, all of those things. They've just gotten better, and, you know, that's what every coach wants is their players to come in good and to continue to get better, and, you know, they've worked at it, and I would say that their work ethic is just, Phenomenal. Oh, I had uh, head coach Marla Looper on a few weeks ago from Iowa, and you know she has a player that is a, a, an extremely, extremely talented player in her shortstop up there at Iowa, but is not really getting the recognition that she deserves because she's at Iowa, and that's something that Coach Looper talked talked about in a lot of detail here on the show with us. Would you say that when you look at players like Franklin and Kramer, at least on the college level, they aren't getting that kind of notoriety that they should be at this point? You know, I think it. I think with the transferring in, they definitely uh, received a lot more uh, praise and notoriety, and uh, have been out there in in the media uh, just because we've won some big games as a program, and you know, there's games that. We didn't win that we should have won. But I think that they're now getting out there, and when you're at a smaller school that you get one big game a year, uh, it's hard for people to notice, and they wonder if you can do it uh, day in and day out against some of the best in the nation. And so I feel like for both of those kids, uh, they're playing uh, to their capabilities uh, right now, and I think they'll continue to do so. I think they're great players, and I think they're even better people. So, Coach, coming up this Wednesday, there is a very big thing that happens for college softball players in the NPF draft. And we're not going to talk about this a whole lot on the show, but I want to ask you, when people that are making decisions are looking at these two players, what are the first things that should come to their mind? I think they're both highly competitive. And I think the talents there, I think their numbers speak for themselves. Um, you know, I think they're both incredible players. Uh, in Franklin, you know, she's she's got all the tools. She's fast. She can hit. She can slap. She can steal bags. Um, and she's got a great arm. I mean, you know, she throws the ball over 70 miles an hour and um, does a great job. And she's a leader. Uh, and she's, she's a fun, fun player to coach. And as far as uh, Kramer is concerned, obviously there's been a lot of talk about her uh, and all of the things, all of the great things that she's done for uh, me personally as a coach and also for this program um, are outstanding. You know, the kid is fun to work with. Um, she's very talented, and what she's able to do on the mound is is, is pretty incredible. Um, and it's fun to coach her every single day. You know, these kids are are special to me, obviously, recruiting them and coaching them for three years. Uh, but, you know, uh, Franklin playing for the Canadian national team, 
uh, and hopefully Miranda gets her shot to play at the next level as well. So, you know, I'm hoping for big things from both of them. I think Kramer's gotten a lot more attention than Franklin, um, but I think they're equally as, as, as talented. They're just different positions. Uh, Coach, real quick, we talk, we talk, we've talked about your four seniors there. Uh, you know, talk about some of the other players that people should be watching not only this season but next season as well. You know, I think we have a lot of good uh, good players on our team. Um, Shauna Sadler's been a, a really great player for me uh, as far as being a great outfielder and great at the plate. She's also, her and Franklin are a lot alike. Uh, Franklin probably beats her a little bit on arm speed, but uh, she's a great outfielder, great speed, um, and she's a left-handed hitter. And she only stands 5'2", so uh, she's a little on the shorter side. But uh, and Presley Cruz has been a great player for us here. Uh, she also is from the left side, but she's a power hitter third baseman. Um, and has contributed a lot to this program in her four years. And as far as coming up, we have a ton of freshmen coming in. Uh, <laughs> next year we will be very, very young. Um, and I think there will be some players in the future to definitely watch. Um, I just don't know how they're going to pan out when they get at this level yet. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. You're listening to us live and powered by Swivel Vision Training Goggles and Softball Spirit Magazine. We're right back after this. And on the other side, we're going to break down the upcoming contest against Florida Atlantic. This is TCRS. These are fantastic. My whole team, by the way, has a Jay Moore shirt. So they're very popular here in Pocatello. So you bet. Absolutely. Success breeds success. There's every program here is just punching that card to be top five, top ten. I think recruiting is getting tough because you're you're not only guessing on the athletic potential of somebody, but really you're guessing on the, the type of mindset that they're going to bring. I'd rather have one great pitcher and eight average players than eight great players and one average pitcher. This game's called fast pitch for a reason. It all starts in the circle. How is Yoohoo not on every household shelf? You go drink a Yoohoo today and you tell me you don't like it. If you drink a Yoohoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here on TCRS, again, powered by School Vision Training Guys and Softball Spirit Magazine. Want to let everybody know that's listening to the show right now. Every Monday we have Seminole Softball Monday at noon Central Time. Myself, along with the head coach at Florida State, Lonnie Alameda, break down all of the games the past week that the Seminoles have. Preview all the upcoming games. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, make sure you tune in right here every Monday noon Central Time. Again, that's softball Seminole Softball Monday with. Florida State head coach Lonnie Alameda. But with me still right now, Western Kentucky University head coach Amy Tudor. Coach, let's get into it. Big game, big series here against Florida Atlantic. As you mentioned, it's really going to be your first big test in this conference. I got to ask you right off the bat, how do you plan on attacking Samantha Messer? You know, I mean, obviously she's a really great pitcher. Um, luckily, we'll hopefully get to hit off Kramer this week uh, to get us prepared uh, for that. I think that the the hitting approach is definitely going to have it's going to have to be there. So we're ready for what she has to deal for us. But we haven't broken down film or anything on FAU yet because we were planning on playing TSU on Wednesday. However, uh, we will start moving on. Uh, to watching them, but 
she's definitely a tough opponent. Um, but I also don't. I think that their whole staff is good. So we'll start preparing for all of them, not just Messier. So when you and, and I know at this point since you haven't broken down a lot of film, it's hard to say exactly what they're going to bring out. So let's talk specifics about your team. Give me three keys that your team has to do to come out of this series with a, with a uh, win. You know, definitely I think we have to have consistency in the circle. Uh, beyond Kramer is definitely the first uh, bullet point, I would say. Then we have to be uh, selective at the plate. You know, a lot of things that we do well is we walk and we get hit by pitches. Uh, and that would be our second approach. And, and third is to play great defense. Um, I think that we play, we have moments of of greatness, and then we have moments of not so good. Uh, and so I feel like we need to have all three parts of those games when we're playing Florida Atlantic. Um, and hopefully our momentum will be uh, rolling on uh, from this past weekend into to our uh, third conference series. And I want to let everybody know really quick, these games against Florida Atlantic will be April 3rd at 4 o'clock, second game April Third will be approximately at 6 p.m. and then April 4th at at noon. So make sure you guys are there for those games as well, Coach. Another another part of it is going to be obviously at at the plate. You know, a pitcher like Messer is not going to give up a whole lot. So as you're talking to your team, you know, as you're talking to your players, you guys are really in an interesting spot here where you do really have now almost a full week to prepare for a team like FAU instead of the usual, you know, couple-day turnaround uh, without having this game against TSU. So how important is it for you to stress to your players that they really have to wait while they're at the plate and not swing at the first thing that they see from Messer? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely important, and our strategy going in will be um, hopefully we give them a good plan and they go and execute it. Uh, but, you know, not, I mean, we're, it's bad to say, but we're kind of used to not playing. And, you know, due to the weather and the weather and the cancellation, uh, just been kind of like what our season's been about this year. And those are uncontrollables. And we talk about things that we can control. And, you know, that's one thing we can. So we'll start mentally getting prepared as well as physically this week. Um, the weather looks great in BG. So uh, we'll be excited to go play. And a lot of families will be in for Easter weekend. So, we're just looking forward to it. We're looking forward to the competitive atmosphere that uh, Florida Atlantic will bring to us. Coach, pitching-wise, uh, Florida Atlantic is a team that that knows how to put the bat on the ball. They're they're pretty consistent at the plate. Do you do you have to go right after them and just attack them from the very start? Uh, definitely we will attack them from the very start. Um, you know, it's it's important for us to set a to set a tone early from the circle. Uh, and we will definitely, that will be our approach when we're playing them. Uh, but they are a very good hitting team. They're almost at 300, uh, as are we. So, you know, I think it's just going to be a very, very competitive, competitive game um, for game one and then for the series to see who's going to take that series. Uh, and hopefully for us, it's just we're consistent in the circle and we're consistent at the plate. And Coach, want to throw out another fan question here to you before we end the show. 
And I've got a couple more after this for you as well. This person is named Tyler, and Tyler wants to know who is the, and it seems like we get this question for every coach, who is the one coach that you have not yet coached against that you want to? Well, I would love to coach against Gino or Emma, but um, it's the wrong sport. Um, <laughs> I think the one coach that I was looking forward to coaching against because she was a great player was Dot Richardson. Um, that was a that was my first game at Western, and I was really looking forward to that uh, that moment. But there's so many great coaches out there. I mean, Tim Walton would be one to, uh, to coach against. Um, Patty Gasso is definitely uh, up there. I probably don't have a specific person that, I've always wanted to coach against, except Gino. What does it take not only to be a part of Western Kentucky University, but to also be a part of your softball program? You know, definitely we're going to look at their grades and their talent. Uh, those are the, the first two marks that we're going, we're going to look at. Uh, but, you know, we're looking for a specific type of player that can play in this system. Um and what fits our needs for that year, year in and year out? Um, I really can't pinpoint one solid factor, but we want that kid that's um, very athletic. I would say that's probably our, our biggest um, number one factor that we're looking at when we're recruiting kids. Uh, we want to know that, that that kid wants to be a part of this program um, and wants to play here and graduate from here in four years. Uh, and so those are the things that we're going to look at. Um, we're out there watching, and that's about it. And, Coach, real quick, a lot of teams are um, throwing up their camp schedules now for the summer right now. Do you have anything scheduled? How can people find out information about your camps this summer that you're going to have? We do. We have camps uh, that are out there that will be in the summer. Um, it's Um We would love to have any and all that want to come. We try to make those fun. Um, and it's a good opportunity to see Western Kentucky as well as see uh, how they would interact with all of my fine assistants and me. <laughs> Coach, thanks a lot. We'll make sure that we get a link up on the uh, show description as well to that um, and, and so people can go and check out your cans. Coach, listen, all the best the rest of the way. It's been great having you on. Hopefully we'll have you on again here on TCRS very soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show, powered by Swivel Vision Training Goggles and Softball Spirit Magazine. Don't forget, you can catch FAU playing against Western Kentucky at Western Kentucky this Friday, 4 and 6, and Saturday at noon. Make sure that you're here every Monday at noon central to join myself and the head coach of Florida State Softball, Lonnie Alameda, for Seminole Softball Monday. You can also follow the TCRS staff on Twitter at Coach Roadshow. You can also follow me on Twitter at Coach Rogol, and that's Coach R-O-G-O-L. Until next time, later times, everybody.